Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your host, DJ Benjamin, in the house again. Once again, I'm back in the place to be, alongside my boy, Chico Leo. All righty. No other intro, Chico. That's it. Usually I mean, now we got line. so much to talk about that I, I just skipped over the snappy intro because I want to get into the the meat of everything. But um, uh, what's up out there, internets? All righty. Alongside, of course, once again, we have Jamie Rigetti in the house. Hey guys. And Tatiana King returning. What's up? How you doing? Also today, internets, we have a very special guest in the spaceship tonight. We have Joe Hughes. Am I pronouncing everything right? That's, That's pretty right. simple. I <laughs> but I butcher names on this show. Of ComicsAlliance.com, the editor-in-chief. Is that your title? Or? That's my title. Yeah. yeah. Head boss. Head boss. Yeah. Big Big All righty. We're going there early, folks. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? So welcome, Joe. How you doing tonight? I'm all right, man. I didn't realize we were supposed to write intros for ourselves. I got, I got nothing. But I had HNIC. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> after that, what more can be said? Yeah. You know, it doesn't get much better than that. HNIC. <laughs> for those who don't know, look up that Prodigy album. It's a, it's pretty good. <laughs> You'll understand then. Um, yeah. So Joe is the editor in chief at ComicsAlliance.com, one of the premier websites on the internet for comics related, geek related, comics culture. Uh, definitely one of the smartest sites out there, in my opinion. You know, they write very good articles about race, sex, everything, you know, that relates to comics, sort of like we do here on Fan Bros. So we're definitely happy to have you in the house tonight, Joe. Happy to be here, man. Yeah. Appreciate the invitation. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank All you. All right. Um, real quick, I just would like to tell the people about Comics Alliance. I mean, could you, you know, let them know what it's about and everything that's been going on? There, we talked about it on the show before. When the lights went out for a week or two over there, <laughs> it was a really sad day for me, yo. You know, I go to Morning Links, <laughs> was it and then just it's a just week Morning Links it and was, Morning uh, Links. Yeah, the same Morning Links. There was, there was a little bit of a, a candlelight vigil <laughs> in the, uh, in the, in the comment section, section yeah. which, you know, we laugh, but I can't stress enough how much I appreciate that. I don't know yeah, if that we'd have been able to come back if we weren't for people for who were stressing the fact that they felt we were vital. Um. So yeah. thank you. It's yeah, like anything in people. comics; nothing really dies. Yeah. You know, it's always gonna it's always gonna come back. Whether it's Superman or Comics Alliance, you yeah. know, they're not gonna stay down long. Nothing ever ends. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Never put Comics Alliance in a corner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did love that when you guys came back. You did a little history of Comics Alliance, yeah, and you were fun. showed yeah. up in cartoon form, which was pretty cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. you, <know? laughs> you got to be cartoonized. Got by it. Yeah. I give uh, huge shout outs to. First of all, Andy Corey helped organize all of that, one of the senior editors at Comics Alliance, and Kurt Franklin and Chris Haley put that cartoon together for us. They're and, the artists who do those. Uh, Kurt Franklin writes them, Chris Haley draws them. Those are really dope. I love the, yeah, the um, Comics they, Everybody. They do Comics Everybody, yeah. which is one of my favorite segments on the site. But, Definitely. Um, they did that in a ridiculously short amount of time mm. and basically didn't sleep. Mm. The night before, and considering all that, it came out looking fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah. So, how long have you guys been back? Um, this is our second week back. Right. We relaunched last Monday. Wow! Right. So, yeah. And you were down for what? For two weeks? Three weeks? No, about about five. Okay, oh. was that long? Yeah, really? it was that long. Yeah. It felt yeah. like it was just yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt, you, say, you say that it felt like a couple of years. Oh, wow, <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, you know. 
man wasn't employed. For about <laughs> <laughs> That's tough, serious. man. No, nah, it was good. It was all right. I nah. caught up on some reading. Okay. All <laughs> it right. was good. Everything was all right. Yeah, because, I mean, I didn't realize it was that long. Because, yeah, we definitely talked about it the yeah. first week when it went yeah. down. And then we talked about it again when y'all came back up. So, yeah, I guess we've been, I mean, we've, this is about our 12th, 13th episode now. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you know, once again, welcome, Joe. And we're glad to have Comics Alliance back up to full strength. Everything seems to be popping. Uh, tell Chris Sims, right? That's my yeah, boy. Chris yeah, Chris Sims, yeah. Yeah, please tell him. I love his writing. You know, his Ask Chris is one of my favorite parts. I will make him listen to all of this. <laughs> all right. Will know. <laughs> and also, shout out to the guys who do the um, movie reviews over there. Yeah, that's Chris and Matt uh, Wilson. Okay, yeah, love that too. That, yeah. yeah, love it, yeah. definitely. Um, another thing I'd like to say, just like you said about your comments, I really wanted to give a quick shout out to everybody who goes uh, to our SoundCloud, to our iTunes, and subscribes and comments. Yo, the comment section on our SoundCloud is really fantastic, and I'm really you know happy for the support and for the you know a little bit of community we got going over there. So I wanted to shout out to Isaiah G Gentry, TK McKenzie, Ty Pros, Alexi Phoenix, Ruffa Balbin. Amaya Baby Bag, (laughs) (laughs) Danny Strock, Foxy Girl, Jenny, 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 and Vulcan the Crusader, Sandy D, and everybody else. CC McCloyd, who's been commenting on since the, the beginning. With since CC's the yeah been yeah, with yeah us. CC's yeah, been absolutely. in it from the jump. You yep. know, I want to shout out everybody who's been commenting. People are leaving comments. You know, talking about us, reposting it. You know, everything, tweeting us, hitting us on Facebook. And in that nature, I'd also like to announce our new website, fanbros.com. Ooh. Hey! Hey! All right. Yeah, it's uh, up now. You can visit it, fanbros.com. There'll be articles. There'll be the podcast. There'll be, I don't know, all kind of different things. Some comic strips. Who knows what else? Movies. Art. Videos. Art. art. Editorials right. list you can check out. Joe's the, getting nervous. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sitting here and I'm yeah. trying to be cool, right. but like, I know, like I'm writing some of this yeah. down. Yeah. So <laughs> you have to pick your brain. Right. That's all this is. Yeah. This is actually oh, a I job mean, interview right yeah, here. Oh, don't, don't be mad if we have you know movie reviews by two guys. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. oh. Those might happen, you know. But no, um, yeah. So check it out. <laughs> fanbros.com you know check it out please let us know what you think leave a comment hit us on twitter as always at fanbros show uh is that a little popping or we'll yeah keep it moving yeah it's still popping absolutely All no right. we got lot, lots of lots of stuff going on on twitter yeah 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 people like everybody's been reaching out to not just the fanbros like twitter but all of us which yes. is really great like you guys have given really great uh, TV show recommendations, comic recommendations, and you guys uh, all have really great stuff out there to uh, good taste. So a lot of Misfits fans, have yeah, been, absolutely, been, been calling yeah. in, writing into uh, to Twitter. This uh, a TV show? Yes, yeah, a TV yeah, show, it's a, a British British TV mm-hmm. show, and uh, it's not on Netflix, and so I, I I haven't, but it's on Hulu Plus, and I I will get to it. Yeah, yeah. The two things that I, I want to get to because of the Twitter following is. Uh, Arrow and uh, and well, I haven't seen it, and you know people like it. People <laughs> really, you didn't try yet. to hide that. Group. Well, that no. was that was my thought. I thought that people I really like Arrow. There are people, yeah, there yeah, are no, Arrow I've, fans, yeah, and a lot of people say it got better. I didn't even. I just felt like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't think Matt it Wilson, good. who does the reviews for us, yeah, he's he doing the reviews it. for every. No, he was telling me he thought it got better. Yeah, I so I, but I you can heard. feel that from his from his writing. Yeah, <laughs> I you know so, uh, but that and and a lot of people been talking about Misfits, and I have. Haven't seen it, 
And people from the Misfits are showing up in everything. I mean, one of the guys, one of the main characters from Misfits is the guy who's torturing Theon on mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I saw him really? in something else the I other bet. day, I too. Bet. And it was it was really bugging me out because it was like, you disgusting little bastard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you'll always be that to me now. Yeah, and- the- the woman who was breastfeeding her child in the first season of Game of Thrones, oh, she shows up the, and she's in the Prometheus. Boy? Yeah, what? she's like she one is? of the major characters in Prometheus. Who was yeah. she in Prometheus? She's one of the women on the ship. Like, Which you one? know, she was one of the scientists. Well, that means she died. She's like a yeah, well, I mean, they all died. Yeah, they you all know? died. She's <laughs> like one of the Scottish, she has a Scottish accent. Along with spoilers. Hey, if you haven't seen it yet, it's your fault. For something like that, we have a we have a very small window for 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 spoilers. And yeah, something like Prometheus which was last year <laughs> we'll spoil the hell out of that here's another spoiler for Prometheus it's stupid <laughs> <laughs> hated it I never saw it Word? I was, I was, oh, bless yeah, I was really excited but then everybody just said and normally I'm one of those cats who says alright well I need to see it for myself I need to make my own judgment but when everyone is telling you not to it's like alright at, at a point you have it, to respect your friends it looks amazing I'll give it that yeah. it looks absolutely amazing in 3D everything it was so dope yeah. But it is definitely one of the dumbest movies I've ever mm-hmm. seen. I mean, it's up there with Avatar in terms of, yeah, that. well, I just said that too. Yeah, Avatar's stupid too. Um, oh, you're going to have a horde of people going after you now, man. Oh, man. You know I, there's these Ava freaks. I will go out. off. Um, one, one of these episodes, we're going to have like my like top 10 reasons. Or maybe I'll just put, yeah, top 10 reasons why Avatar is terrible. Oh, it's a fanbros.com yeah. article. Don't write that joke. I, <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't go see Avatar, not because everyone told me it was awful. It looked bad, but it's that whole white savior conflict. Oh, that's yeah. the, that's the, that's the, that would be that number one. Yeah, that would be number one. Support. You know, and that's a great segue mm-hmm. into oh, yeah. the Game of Thrones for this week. Oh, that's true, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Which is called Misa, which is in some language is what's what they're calling Daenerys. Oh, that was the name of her mother. Is, uh, mother. Yeah, the name of the episode is Misa in whatever language they're speaking. That means mother. Um, and I, I did actually read a, lo- a lot of people were really disappointed by the season finale. Now, it clearly yeah. doesn't. But, I mean, no, nothing that could happen would equal what happened the week before. That, but it was super anticlimactic. It wasn't even, like, trying. It was really anticlimactic. Even, I feel like even the first season, the first season last episode wasn't like what? that. The no, first well, season the last first episode season, was yeah. epic. You, yeah. you, you were intri- you know, the first season ends with Daenerys naked walking out of the fire right. with her dragon. But my thing is, like, if you, you can't yeah. set Spoiler. that precedence. You can't set that precedence. <laughs> <laughs> you can't set that precedence and then come back with kind of this, like, weak stuff. Especially when you did something as incredible as Red Wedding and right. then you come back with some weak sauce this is the <laughs> finale like eh. okay now I watched it again today right before I came here to you know brush up again and the second time watching it, I didn't think it was as weak sauce as the first time the second time I will say because maybe I was looking more for more detail action and craziness but there was some there was some great character moments I, I like cause the first, I forgot all about um, Ygritte Shooting oh, uh, yeah. John Snow, and badass. I thought that was a real mm-hmm. big like damn. Yeah. You know? I enjoyed that. Like you've sure. never seen that a dude saying "I love you" and "You love me," and then she fills she shoots not once, not twice, but three <laughs> times. She shot him. <laughs> love with hurts, arrows. man. Love hurts. Love, love does more than hurt when it's three arrows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love will attempt now, to assassinate Let me you. ask you guys this: Was she aiming for his arm and his nah, leg? Nah, was she, she was to aiming him? to kill him. But no, no, no. Let me let me be clear. She was aiming to kill him in 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 his heart in his painful emotional way. She wasn't really going to like her mind was was looking to kill him, but her heart was trying to uh, you know. 
So she was shooting she with was her saying, mind. Right. And she was trying I'm to wondering. prove that she was serious. Like, you really got me effed up, man. But she didn't want to kill him. I think she, if Igor is yeah. that nice enough where she really wanted to kill a cat, she could with a bow and arrow. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, no, he would have been dead. He wasn't, yeah. he was feet away. Yeah. yeah. There was no hope for him there. So, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, the other episodes, the other final episodes kind of ended the way, the, I kind of felt like this where they were wrapping things up or setting up for the next season. The difference was they had a much bigger ending. The first one ends with the dragons. The second one ends with the white walkers. Mm-hmm. This one, I, I mean, I actually thought that was a really cool scene where you pulled up and she's probably, like surfing the no, ground. I have my own, I have my own reservations about that scene. The second, yes. time, the second time I watched it, I had them the first time. But I, I just, I mean, I didn't feel like it was a way to go out after those other things. Basically, you but do you know? think that's in part because they broke this book up into, you know, the, that that could be. I mean, that yeah. that could very you much know? be. Um, but they definitely do like all the ass kicking happens in the ninth episode and then the tenth mm-hmm. episode is really just kind of living crumbs for the next season. Yeah, we did talk about that pattern yeah. before. I, they could make a better I didn't really pattern. Feel that, I, just, I just didn't feel like there were great crumbs. I thought, like, the first two seasons, like you said, the first episode, first season has, yeah, you know, no, yeah, Daenerys yeah. for the dragons. Second episode has the White Walkers coming onto the scene. Right. And this has Daenerys being raised up as... As mother. The savior, I the just mother, feel, yeah. I just feel like it As wasn't... the white woman right, right, who right. saves the brown people. Right, right. It wasn't the same type of feeling that, <laughs> okay, then the, something incredible is going to happen the next time this comes back. It didn't feel like that. Yeah, it was great character development, but I didn't really... It didn't feel the same as the other time. So that's what, that was my problem with Do it. Do you guys think that maybe the Red Wedding should have been the end of the season? Well, no, because no. they have no, this thing with the, yeah, you, everyone would have lost their mind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> literally <laughs> mopping <laughs> up like Game of Thrones fans <laughs> off the sidewalks I mean, you already of, saw how America. everyone lost their stuff already. Oh, yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. So yeah. would that maybe have been a good way to end the season? Because everybody would have gone crazy. Like, I got to wait 10 months oh. to no, find I know, out. Right? <laughs> I don't know. But they, do, been... they have established this, like, and it goes back to The yeah. Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Like, the ninth episode is the climactic, mm-hmm. and then the tenth is sort of the denouement. Yeah. Um... And so I, I, you know, I feel like they're going with mm-hmm. that. I mean, there's stuff that happened. Like yeah. Stannis is the first of the kings who now is is has like committed to go up north and deal with these White Walkers. Yep. Arya is now officially a badass. Like officially, you know, officially, you know. Um, and uh, you know, her and the Hound. It's sort of like you know, Leon the professional with Natalie Portman. <laughs> nice, like essentially, nice. and. Um, you know, I'll, any scene that has Cersei and Tyrion. <laughs> hold on. So, I know, so, I can't hold get on. Once again, we got we to gotta right, go back. Sorry. So, so we're Wait, saying that, So is there going to be a sexual, yeah. you know. No, not so much. Uh, well, I don't know. Was there a sexual thing in the Leon is definitely that, in love. That pedophilic I guess so, but nothing ever happens. No, I mean, I'm no, saying no. just it more like the, the hitman yeah. and his, like, little girl. Her trainee. getting out of the bed in her underwear was like, right. that was a risk day scene to say the least. All right. I mean, you know, I just sort of chalked that up to us. It's a French guy. (laughs) They're more liberal than we are here. You know, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen that. He's also an assassin. Right. (laughs) So, no, I I don't think there's a sexual thing. Although, remember, like, the Hound also had this weird relationship with Sansa that seemed like that might have gone. I didn't know. That one more was You thought that was more him being. Okay. Like, he told her, I won't hurt you, little flower. Right, 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 right. Okay. This is more becoming like you said, the Leon, but yeah, but her revulsion at um the Hound. I right. don't think anything could ever go down. There. No, 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 and I, I don't either. Uh, Other than her stabbing him through right. the eye with a knife. Joe, you watched Game of Thrones, right? I actually do not. You don't. Oh, I know. Sorry. I know. Yeah. No, it's okay. I've. Have you read the books? I, I read the first book a long. Don't say any. Don't tell us. <laughs> no, first book. You guys first are like book, on the I third book. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But well, don't give anything away that hasn't happened. Right. Yet. I read the first book a long time ago. It's still. 
it's great, but it's still weird for me to get on the train and just see you know, everybody, subway, everybody's everybody, reading yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, wow. And it goes to this whole resentment that a lot of people who have been into fantasy and sci-fi mm-hmm. and comics for so long feel because mm. now all this stuff is so mainstream. But it's at least like, they're doing a very good job with the adaptation. Right, that's what I've I heard. Say, you know, like, and, to, I, and I understand that completely. Like, this was ours. This was ours. And like, now it's mainstream. Yeah. And for the kid who feels like, all right, I was right. literally mocked and picked on right. and made yeah. to feel like an outcast for right. being into this. And now the people who did that to me 10 years later are like, oh, my God. This yeah, that's right, all they, right. they want to no, talk true. about is Game of Thrones. Right. And to me, it's just... I understand the resentment, but at the same time, I look at it and I think you should just feel like you won. You yeah, know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Hollywood yeah. caters yeah. to you. You won. That's so you like don't the... share that sentiment that it's like a bad thing now that everyone likes it. I understand why people feel that way, though. But I, whenever mm-hmm. people have that feeling, I'm talking to anyone like that, I just always think you just know that you won. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like, like I've seen like articles on yeah. Comments Alliance about it, too, like where they talk about like the fangirls and how everybody's yeah. like, Oh, the fangirls are no good, you know, or they're just being fake fangirls. Right. Now. I mean, that's just sexism. Like, I there's mean, that's, no that's yeah. just pure. You can, yeah, it's and, just, and there's nothing else. About I think it. it also has to do with just. I mean, it's it's also sexism, but also like we were saying, like they want something for themselves, and but it's also just like the stupidest thing ever to me because it's like. You know, back in the day, I would have loved to know someone like Tatiana and Jamie. Absolutely. That's like, the thing that came like, you know what I would have given when yeah. I was 12? <laughs> oh, right. girls yeah. the Absolutely. For you to be mad about it now, right. like, where are you coming from with yeah. this, homie? I, I don't mean, understand. I, I spent like probably 200 hours playing Dungeons and Dragons, and it was yeah. always with guys. Dude, like, yeah. what? No, yeah. And now they have shows like online where it's like porn stars playing Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> and they're really into it. Yeah. It's not. I mean, I mean, you hear. You hear. but they are really into it. Right. Not that we've seen well, I read that, you know, I've read that somewhere. It's uh, TNA, but they are yeah. really into it. Yeah, but it, it goes with that. I just saw I was, some. I was pretty into it myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's with everything. Like, you know, I spent the first three or four years trying to explain to people there's this HBO show. It's called The Wire, and it's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, now you go on Facebook, and people are like, oh, I like Marlo. I like yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just like, <laughs> come on, man. Where were you when, you know, they almost didn't give it a fifth season? They almost didn't give it a yeah. second. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, so, I mean, it's like that with everything and anything. I mean, I just saw on Twitter like two days ago, someone was like, wow, Deadwood's a really good show. Why'd this get canceled? And I literally responded, because you weren't watching. (laughs) You know, like, you have no right to come out now seven years later and be like. Well, I also think that technology is playing such a big role. That's true. That's a, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I mean, like, five years ago, yeah, there is a big difference in, you know, the number of people on Facebook, um, you know, Twitter. The and there were no DVRs like when when, yeah. right. when, you when it, Wire first yeah. came on. There was no DVR. Yeah. Right. If you missed yes. it when it was new, you right. just missed it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and if, we we were talking about this. I don't know. I'm here on Combat one day. It's like also you're not. We don't have that same. I mean, there's certain things like Game of Thrones brings that experience where it's Sunday night and then everyone's talking yeah. about it Monday mm-hmm. morning. But mm-hmm. yeah, you've kind of lost even that experience because people are DVRing right. things, yep. watching yep. it right. when they want to watch it. HBO go a week before sometimes, so it's like they don't. There's no, oh, did you see that last night? And wow, I can't believe that. You know, it's there very is the rare. whole new Twitter phenomenon yeah, of, you know, instant. I tweet. Yeah. Right, right, right. Which, like, with last season's Walking Dead, like, I caught up on some episodes yeah. and then found out certain things as I'm, like, you know, going through, going yeah. through Twitter accidentally. And I'm, yeah. like, an episode behind. And th- that part gets annoying. But yeah. the but Twitter explosion after yeah. the Red Wedding was pretty. Oh, that, was that was crazy. Was epic. That you know, was, the, every. Sunday or whatever, you know, I'll just casually go on Twitter right. and I'll forget that Game of Thrones is on. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah. And then you I don't forget once you look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It was wild. That's thought, the yeah. worst. Yeah. 
But what is what is cool is that there's a so we you know we Chico and I have talked about Orphan Black and how great it is and some of you guys out there have watched it right Um, but you know we have said that the lead actress I mean this woman is amazing and deserves an Emmy but now there's this whole viral movement to get her an Emmy Emmy for Tatiana it's like an actual hashtag and today on BuzzFeed which I I know yeah Yeah. Tatiana that's funny I don't know yeah but BuzzFeed did a whole thing today about why she deserves it and why you should be watching which was actually kind of humorous because it was like this is Sarah this is Sarah playing so and so because she does play like multiple characters. And in and fact, like she could be characters. you. We don't actually know yeah, that you you're might be not her. Right her. Now. Like, I, I could, know. Like, I could you know. also be a Cylon. Right. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but that is also the cool part about Twitter and technology is just that shows that may have not gotten a chance are now going to maybe break into that kind of mainstream. Um, you know, and again, you would, with technology you get those like hbo shows becoming huge so mm-hmm. that's kind of cool jo- joe i wanted to go back a little bit and you actually touched on it very br- briefly when we first started but how did you feel about that last scene with daenerys with her being lifted up by the people of yunkai what did you well you don't know but at the end i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i had to think about it i'm sorry to think about it so at the end of this the, the last scene on the finale is she's being lifted up by literally thousands, thousands, thousands of brown people who live in Yukai. Um, she just recently freed them or occupied the city peacefully, whatever way you want to call it. <laughs> I don't know. But like they're, they're lifting her up, calling her mother. She's like crowd surfing on them. And then like the, the very camera. Very Christ-like. Yeah, very Christ-like. Yeah, yeah. The camera pans up all the way up to the sky and you see thousands of people, you know, lifting her up and praising her and all this other stuff. And the second time I watched it, I was just like, hmm, that's kind of like the whole thing about you know white people being the savior right the white savior yeah so i mean with that imagery i guess i'm giving you what do you feel about it how do you feel uh, to give you a a overview basically daenerys has been doing this for like the entire season she's been you know from from the first book right yeah of her like you know taming the Dolph rockies you know and making them more civilized and uh cal drogo you know showing him how to love basically and that type of thing yeah so that's been her role since the gate it's just now it's becoming like, you know, she's the greatest white woman in the, ever. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's like saved all of Africa at once. Yeah. Right. It's just a bunch of Uncle Ruckuses just <laughs> carrying her. Oh, man. It's not that bad. Yeah. But right. It's getting close. Okay. No, but, just, but, it's, but it's close. It, yeah. sounds, it sounds close. But, yeah. but just in general, like, how do you feel about that, that kind of, I don't know, that kind of theme that's always ongoing, I feel? It's always there. I mean, it's a really complicated issue when you try to discuss it with people who either don't see it or get mad at you for pointing it out or think you're overanalyzing or intellectualizing something, I don't really get how people don't see it. I think the most recent case for me, I'm not caught up on Game of Thrones at all, but mm-hmm. out of Hollywood was um, Lincoln and Django came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. And there were so many people who had so many problems with Django and I was far more bothered by Lincoln because this is the story of, you know, it's the story of Abraham Lincoln, but it's the story of slavery mm. and, you know, slave liberation. And it's just about Lincoln. Mm-hmm. There are basically, for most of the film, no black people talk. No black people show up. Right. It's just, you know, black people played no role in their own emancipation, according to this film. Because it also focused on how Congress... You know, there were certain congressmen who really helped abolish yeah. slavery. So, and obviously, that's going to be all white men at that right. time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, even the, today. So, why would you part. see it? Right. Why, right. right. So, right. so this right. idea that it was Lincoln and these white guys. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't understand how you do a film like that and not have Frederick Douglass. Mm-hmm. That's just mm-hmm. that was that was that's a, irresponsible. Yeah, I mean, honestly. like I saw um, what was it, The Patriot, the other day on cable, mm-hmm. and I'd never really seen it before. And seeing it, I had to go Google and go to Wikipedia and be like, yo, what was the reaction to this movie when yeah. it came out? Because yeah. it's just, it's so ridiculously false. It's yeah. like <laughs> the black dudes are like chilling with the white guys. Everybody's together. Yeah. I mean, like they were like fighting for their freedom or something. Kumbaya. BS. Like, it was like if you fight for like 12 months, you go free. You know, it was some ridiculous <laughs> shit. And I had to go look it up and people were like, oh, no, yeah, that was you know, like when it came out, there was outrage. You know, Spike Lee, of course, stepped up and screamed. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. did the usual. But yeah, with um Daenerys and everything, I thought like I didn't really peep how much of how how it was with like how Drogo until I read that article. Yeah, I didn't you know, think that I didn't either. really think about that. I didn't make that connection that she really you know turned their their civilization was all you know native wild tribesmen or whatever and when she comes in it's like no this isn't right you know live like this kind of remind me of like pocahontas and john smith it's, it's pocahontas it's yeah. the last samurai it's yeah dances yeah. with wolves yeah. it's all those films it's, it's avatar, avatar. Yeah. It's, it's all of them and it's to be clear like i know i personally i wasn't looking for this like i didn't even really see it until the second time i watched it and then i kind of sat there like huh this is a little funny this is a little strange i saw it the first <laughs> time I, I saw it, but I'm, what I feel like is it's this has been there all along. Daenerys has only yeah. interacted with people of color. Like, yeah. that's true. From Jump, like, other than her brother and the dudes who advise her, yep. like, or the Dothraki, the people she saves, like, the sheep people in the yep. first season that mm-hmm. she saves, like, these are these have all been the people in the, in, uh, in, in the cities that she's gone and freed. You know, for the most part, except for, I guess, some of the people in Karth, I, I feel like sh- this has been an ongoing thing. And so, I, I mean, I agree with you guys, except I don't think, like, that, that scene certainly visualized it. But I don't, I mean, I, I feel like that has been one of the aspects of Daenerys' right. story is that she's in. Especially where she's located. She's it like, just happens to be. That actress is also not even blonde. Like, they no. make yeah, it, she's you know, brunette. she's like the she's most, brunette. like, Nordic blonde, you yeah. know, whatever they yeah. could be. And and they've been sticking her. I mean, almost everyone that she interacts with are and are people of color. I mean, I've been wondering where the hell are the Dothraki? Like her people yeah, I mean, are not around them, yeah. her. I do realize it's also because she's the mother of dragons and all this other stuff that they're going to do the the visage of the blonde hair. She looks even the people in Westeros. She looks just different from. Yeah. Everyone. Well, the yeah. Targaryens supposedly came from somewhere else. Yeah. I don't know much, like, but just like glean that. Right, because from... I don't, I don't know anybody there who has hair like that, no. or even her no, eyes yeah, like that. Yeah. Just everything about her is just so different. So I understand why the, just a stark contrast. Right, when you see all that. You know, I, I, I get it. You know, I, I also get like, hey, this is kind of funny looking. <laughs> you know, at the end, like, well, maybe. Maybe. But even like, isn't is this that different than when she? I mean, because I felt this what you guys are talking about. Like, I was a little, and I even brought it up on the show. Like when she freed the Unsullied, and it was like the Unsullied is the first time that we ever saw more than one person of color oh, on yeah. on, uh, on Game of Thrones. And so it's been like that. And she kind of gave the same speech. Like, yeah. I'm not freeing you. You have to choose freedom for yourself. You know. And then they all sort of worship her. But you had that awesome scene of the army going out yeah. to kick yeah. ass with this music. And you sort of, and she throws the whip in the ground, but it is her throwing the whip in the ground, not one of the unsullied throwing the yeah. the the whip in the ground. So I'm I, I you guys are completely right. I'm but I just feel like this has been going on with her story. It was um, yeah, so it's not a surprise. It, yeah, no, it wasn't a surprise. It was yeah. more that this was just like the, the most visual. Bl- the visual yeah. of it was the most blatant and the most right. like, oh come on, right. like. <laughs> 
You know, like the, like when you got an army of done sullied and they're doom, doom, right. You're like, yeah, okay, no, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, go, let's go kick some ass. But yeah. when, you're, when you got a bunch of people like mother, mother, right, right, right. You know, it's like also we had actually seen the unsullied physically, actually like murdered their masters. On, on yeah, the yeah, 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 had, yeah. So there is something. There was a visceral, yeah, something well, there. But just did, you know, yeah, mother, she's, we love you. Yeah, no, that's you know. true. But I think there's something to be said that there is this kind of um, theme that you find in a lot of science fiction where you have these crude, um, violent, bad, you know, species out there and they tend to be, you know, people of color. Color. Uh, And and the argument is always, well, but no, this is science fiction. They're aliens. So they're not really people of color. But but like the the portrayal of the the orcs, the portrayal of the orcs in Lord of the Rings is completely outrageous. Mm -hmm. Outrageous. Yeah. 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 I laugh every time I see that. Like. The Lord of the Rings. Is, <laughs> Lord of the Rings is like one of my favorite movies, and I I used to wa- like I used to watch it so much, and I never peeped that. And then one day, this girl came over to my house, and we're watching it. And ten minutes in, and she's like, "Yo, what the fuck? Why, yeah. do, <laughs> why, do, why do those guys have dreadlocks? Why are those guys black?" She's yeah, like, "There's no, no brown people. There's all the good guys are white, and then these orcs look like us." And I'm just like, right. and now I can never look at the movie the same yeah. way. It's yeah, like, it's uh, it'd have been. I feel like it'd have been easy to offset if you just if some of the heroes or one of the heroes, heroes was brown. Was a brown. Token yeah. in there. <laughs> just get a, just, yeah. Yeah. token in there. Yeah. No, it was like fuck that, mm-hmm. you know. And here's all these black ass orcs. But <laughs> <laughs> it, it is what it is. But uh, <laughs> that should be a hashtag, man. <laughs> black ass orcs. <laughs> And I know you can you could point to the, the time period that Tolkien wrote this because for yeah. what it's worth, yeah. his portrayal of women is really questionable. Really, <laughs> well, no, really, when, when they show up, when they even appear, yeah. I will bet <laughs> have that. Yeah, I, I totally mean, agree with you. Eowyn yeah. is one of the most flawed characters out there. Right. Yeah. Um. So so you know so there's sexism there too. Um, and Tolkien, you know, <laughs> wrote this a, back in what it was like the 30s, I think. Equal opportunity. Well, he wrote a, a Hobbit in the 30s, <laughs> and the Lord, the, 30s, the, right? the Lord of the Rings was later. The Lord of the Rings was, I think, like 50s, and yeah. so I think it came so, out in you know, the 60s. Uh, so, you know, it's just for what it's worth. I understand that sometimes people are writing their time period. I don't think that's an excuse, but you know, Tolkien, fine. But but we're talking about 2013 now. Like, yeah. right. So why laugh continuing? So yeah. so it's I, I feel like we have to call stuff like that out because like that scene especially I saw the picture of it on that IO9 article it is bli- I mean it is a stark it's kind contrast. of bl- yeah. Yeah. I, yeah so so what so what's the deal there then like right. a jungle fever I, I didn't have a problem with <laughs> that's so funny I have a problem with it so much as I just questioned it, it, it sure it yeah. came a lot of it has questions. to be discussed because yeah. if it's not discussed people don't know so we're talking about it now there are just certain things and i feel like we're a room of people who are at least mildly sensitive to that kind of thing yeah. but sometimes you don't notice what's happening because we've been conditioned yeah um, by pop culture for as long as we've been paying attention to not notice these things like all of this is just normal so you don't catch it always and that's why you need to call these things out because mm. the people who are making these films often don't catch them Definitely, and making these or making these television shows often they'll catch them because they've also been conditioned to not think about it. And then I think a lot of times they've been conditioned so much that when they do it, and they like to me, like when I saw Avatar, I felt like it was intentional. But I don't even think it is. I just think that they're just so ignorant of things, and they're just like, wow. oh yeah, this is right. You know, the movie, like, the movie was about imperialism. Mm-hmm. You kind of think about mm-hmm. it. It was about imperialism, yeah. corporate, you know, corporate corporate greed, all that other oh, stuff. Oh yeah, all that. You want to do it just from the base level. Yeah, yeah but yeah. then, but then, like the stuff that I saw in Avatar is, you know, the Last Samurai. You yeah, know, yeah. you know, yeah. the same thing I've seen over and That's over again. The white guy them. comes in and shows you how to do it, right? Because you yeah. wouldn't have been able to do it without them. I'm gonna show you how to do this, son. Yeah. I was just, thinking. <laughs> 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 but like the idea of 
we live in a world where there's a movie called The Last Samurai that stars Tom Cruise. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and a bunch of people right. who make six figures and millions of dollars signed off on it. And that's this is and made, that's made another six this figures. This turning into a Paul Mooney joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, think I try to turn everything into a as it should be. As it should be. He deserves that. <laughs> well, one one last thing about Game yeah. of Thrones. There was an article that uh, apparently Hodor, the guy who plays Hodor, yeah, is in fact yeah. a DJ. Yes. And uh, you know, and hopefully, maybe a gay DJ. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, don't know. Yeah. There's anything wrong? With no, that, no, no, no. I didn't. Even, yeah, I just saw the article, but I wanted to say, you know, so you that there's someone you need to, uh, I need to do a double bill with. Yeah. Exactly. You know, Elijah Wood is also a DJ. So, and, and a gay so DJ at that, probably. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know, but I, I'm not. No, but so, I mean, like, wait. what's with these fantasy characters? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait. no, no, no. He's what? not. He's not. Stop. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay, I, you know. So we crush this girl's You know, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. One of us has read something that, you know, is incorrect. I mean, so um, was it the scene in Spider-Man 3 that made you think that? Wait, what? is he Spider-Man? No. Always get no, the no. no, that's Toby Maguire. No, he's <laughs> swear. Yeah. He's Frodo. He's Frodo. Always get them confused. He's um, Elijah Wood? You were thinking Elijah yeah, Wood and thought Toby Maguire? Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn. Uh, that's Toby Maguire looks, looks, like, like, looks like Jake Gyllenhaal. They, they, like. they, they just all look like. Jake Gyllenhaal and, and, to, and, and you need uh, to know that. Yeah. DJ Ben on me. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean? They're these short white dudes with blue eyes. They all look the same. What are you going to do? Slightly homoerotic. DJ in Ben movies. I mean does not care about Frodo. <laughs> no, I, actually, I mean I love Frodo, and yeah, that that relationship between Frodo and Samwise DMG is like one of the funniest things to watch. That's like. ser- I can't even deal. I can't even deal. <laughs> at the end, at the end of the third movie, oh, which goes on for about forty day. minutes yeah, too exactly. long, one, when they're all jumping up and down on the bed, yeah, yeah. I, it's just I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually laughed in the theater. Like, this is fantastic. <laughs> well, like half the stuff that was added for the director's cut is just shots of Aragorn and Legolas like, yeah. looking at each. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Like, they just want to get rid of these other seven people and just just get right into it. For what it's worth. Vent our frustration. I can't quit you. In the the books, in the books, Gimli and Legolas, like, their relationship in the book, holy cow. Really? Amped up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, like, they ride on horses together. Yes, absolutely. They are tight. Yeah, yeah. In the books, It's questionable when you read it, you know? It's a little, you know. No so is that another friends, slight? Is that another slight because you know that Tolkien taking slighted? You know, gays again, like yeah, the non-humans are gay. Probably, who Probably. knows? Jeez, Tolkin. Rest I think he doesn't he that. take uh, Gimli? Doesn't he take Legolas home? Uh, like back? Oh, to- <laughs> I mean, no, 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 not no, like. I'm leaving. No, everybody, this is for real. everybody, this be is for cool. Real. No, no, no. Yes. he takes he him takes back. They make to- a promise to each other. Like, yeah. I will go through Mirkwood with you. Yes. If, if you, you come will go, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. tunnels. Yeah. 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 Wait, 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 wait. Tunnels of Moria. If you come to my chambers, right? Say that. Yeah, I'll go to your chambers if you come to mine. Essentially, yeah, yeah. And and Tolkien's so sweet because he lets you know that they really do do it. At the end, so Wait. they follow through with it. No, do it as in follow no, each no, other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I just got R rated up. Oh here. man, Tatiana, I think we have some news from you this week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, let me wow. get out of there for yeah. a little bit. Oh. So uh, to, uh, on Monday was e uh, the beginning of E three actually, and we had both Sony and Microsoft reveal their new consoles this week 
Um, they revealed price, revealed games, revealed a whole bunch of stuff. There's a lot more that came to it. But um, to start with Microsoft at E3, they unveiled the price of the Xbox One, which is $499, comes with a mandatory Connect, and it's going on sale in November, which is um, this November actually coming up. As far as games, the games that everyone's looking forward to are Killer Instinct. Um, that's going to be an Xbox One exclusive, actually. Killer Instinct? Like Killer the old Instinct. school? Like mm-hmm. the old school one, but obviously upgraded with the new graphics, 3D, UHD, all that. Fighting. All that. It's a fight. That's the old yeah, fighting, fighting game, right? Killer yeah. Instinct? It was like, well, the, some people claim it's like um, Came Mortal Kombat on Mortal Star Kombat. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was supposed to be a Mortal Kombat, like rival. Yeah. Kind of on steroids a little bit. It but, wasn't that good, if I remember. Well, yeah. people were going hard for it. So wow. that, that that's big. Um, Rise, Son of Rome is another big game that people are really interested in. Um, you have your usuals coming. Uh, Dead Rising 3 is coming. You mm-hmm. have Battlefield coming. Halo. Um, a new title called Titanfall, which is kind of like Call of Duty meets uh, giant mech suits. Oh, wow. So, How's uh, it look? It looks good. Yeah. And now I will say that about both systems, um, both the PS4 and the Xbox One, everything looks incredible, but I don't expect anything less than that. I mean, th- this is 2013. Yeah, but usually when you see like the, the first round of games for new systems, they're not really that... Much. Well, I was saying in the past because they would rush, like they would try to show you real quick, or they would show you cutscenes versus. But the these real are really gameplay. looking like they. No, these are all looking for the most part. They're all looking. Even the indie games are looking really good right now. Mm, okay. So it, it actually looked promising on the game front. Um, Microsoft also kind of clarified again, and they will continue to do this for the, to the end of time. Clarify their game licensing rules. They said that uh, last time we talked about this, we were talking about how there might be fees and all this other stuff. There are no fees to use games. There's no fees for used games that are imposed by Microsoft. What they basically did is they decided to hand the baton off to publishers and say, well, if the publisher decides to put a restriction on their game, let, you know, we're not going to say nothing about it. We won't put any restrictions on our game. So that's oh, one so thing. that's not going to happen because publishers aren't. Yeah, to publishers out of won't yeah. really no. do that. Yeah. So, but the problem is now the whole thing about how do use games work? How do disk based use games work? And the 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 short of it is, you can give your friend, you can let your friend loan, you can loan them a game. However. One, they would have to have been on your friends list for at least the past 30 days. <laughs> what? No, oh, I can't. <laughs> and two, you can only give it to them once. What do you mean? It, it precisely. <laughs> what do you mean? So, like, okay. But That's just the organic human reaction. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't understand what you're saying. See, I get that with, like, a game saying? like, let's say, like, Bioshock, right? Where you, I'm going to lend it to you, Ben, and you're going to beat it, and that's it. Yeah. But but a game like uh, like a Call of Duty or even, like, NHL or something like that, you might want to borrow that more than once. So I, that kind of doesn't make sense. I don't understand that. So once I put it into my Xbox, is it going to, like, mark it? It's like, this has been in your Xbox? And then what if you take it out <laughs> and play in <into> game? <laughs> Like, what come if you on. Yeah. That would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. 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 See, but the way they track it is, you know how the Xbox, and what they also said was, it doesn't have to be always on, but it has to be connected at least once every 24 hours. The way they track it is they validate the game when it's online. The reason mm-hmm. why you have to have them on the friends list is because they have to, it has to be some proven system where they know, okay, this person's connected to that person. So when we authorize the game on the new person's system, we know where it came so from. So no mm-hmm. one who owns an Xbox goes on vacation? I mean, is that what they're thinking? But also, no. What yeah. about? <laughs> it's, yeah, there's it's, no reason to leave your you house. You take it with yeah. you. It's portable. Yeah. Yeah. It's what Ben said before. What are you talking about? But also, <laughs> what what about selling games? 
They claim because that, they, that in essence, if you you're not going to be tracking, I'm not going to fi- get some random person and put them on my friends list, right? Dear Jamie, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> this is oh, no. I, I say that because this is what I'm talking right, about when I right. said they clarified it again and they yeah. will will continue to be clarifying from from here on out because it's just ridiculous. Yeah, no. And at, honestly, at this point, they might even change it considering what happened. Um, after hours from the Oh, you mean Sony. When, the, when the gauntlet was thrown down yeah. by, by Sony? Yeah, but I'm going to get to that in a minute. So the last the last piece um, of MS news, of Microsoft news, is that um, they have a chronic case of foot and mouth disease. Mm. What's this guy's name? Don Matheson. Don Matrick. Don Matrick, excuse me. I mean, it doesn't matter at this point. But Don Matrick. <laughs> fired. Um, the M- who's Microsoft's chief of interactive entertainment. And I'll paraphrase this. He has said, well, you know, I understand that there's a problem with people saying that they have may have connectivity issues. Mm. You know, maybe they have intermittent Internet connections. And that's why they're they're mad about the whole 24 hour connection. Or thing. don't want to be spied or, on. I don't want to be spied on, you know, yeah. NSA type stuff. So they you know, we say this is also Don, you know, what's the, what should we do about this? What, what's the solution, Don? Mm. Don says, well. Buy an Xbox 360. <laughs> I can't. I can't get over this. <laughs> now, no. you, now, let me, now listeners, listeners, no, is this real life? I'm talking to you, listeners, right now. I am not making this up. This is verbatim. <laughs> yep, no, no, you no, can tweet real. me, and I will send you the link. This is real life right now. Yeah, this is real life. This, this is, is real not life. a game. This is not this a game. Is real yeah. fucking life. I saw it on Reddit, so it's real life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it's on Reddit, you know it's real. It's real life. <laughs> Put it on Reddit so it's no, it's real, girl. Ooh, like boy. for real. Ooh. So he's Gives saying no this, fucks, basically. Right, and then like. It's 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 amazing to me because they're already in hot water, yeah. really hot water yeah. right now. And then to say something like that, where's the PR staff? Who? Where's the guy? You know, where's the Sandman coming out to be like, nah, you got to come back with that dog? Like who? who? Well, I just I don't mean to, to harp on this vacation, but what if like you're out and you meet someone <laughs> and you go home? I just don't understand how they think that everyone. Oh, I you know I've heard people be like, yo, I gotta go home and walk my dog. Like I gotta go home and like turn, turn, on, my my, turn on my Xbox just for it to be connected. Like I'm sorry, like I just met someone in a bar and we're vibing and and you know I can go back to their place and have sex, but instead I'm gonna Xbox. go home and I'm gonna go turn on my Xbox. Like what are they th- like? Do they know how human beings like live their lives? But, but they got to They know how. For you oh, yes, I guess. They have I a just, solution. You, know, you buy an Xbox. Buy, buy an I guess so. You know? dear, dear Chico Leo, yeah. I have no <laughs> I just, It just seems ins- insane. I usually I mean, know these like, things, you guys, but I have right. no effing clue right now. Right. I like that you just straight up said, all right, if we can get back to the serious or business <laughs> right. Right now, <laughs> just what, for a minute. Right. What happens when I'm getting some poonies? Right. Yeah. 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 No, what happens when you're playing Dungeon & Dragons naked? Yeah. I'm, look, I'm in the Sony ecosystem, but this is not making me want to leave there and go into the Microsoft ecosystem. I gotta be honest with you. I mean, I mean, and technically, like, if you if you want to go, you know, to at least the facts about like specs and all the other stuff, you know, right? Honestly, for the most part, except like the memory part, PS4 and Xbox are kind of neck and neck. The mm-hmm. new Xbox, excuse me, Xbox One. So it, it, you with it's not even gonna come down to that. It's gonna come down to self sabotage, right? Mm-hmm. Like, really? Well, and you know, there's the. Well, I know you're gonna get to it. There is a price difference too. There's a big price difference. So, and and I'm to to speak on that. Um, around like 9 p.m. New York time. Um, which actually turned into 9.15 p.m. New York time because I think Sony was changing up their slides after um, the Microsoft. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, we going to get them now. Oh, yeah. Oh, we gonna get, them now. <laughs> get the good ones. And I have a question for you after this, Chico Leo. But um, so they um, also have their own suite of games coming out. Um, they have um, their price came out at three ninety nine. Mm. 
So they undercut Microsoft by 100 bucks. Yeah. They're also coming around around the same time, November, the holiday season. When people say holiday 2013, they mean November, December because um, of Thanksgiving and Christmas. I think it's interesting that you said their specs are pretty much the same, and yet yeah. the PS4 is 100 the, bucks cheaper. Right. But now, the thing is, the PS4 does have, at least their graphics architecture is a little bit better. Their, their, their memory date, the PS4, to, to get a little nerdy, the PS4 has DDR5 memory. Mm-hmm. The Xbox has DDR3. Um, I you know, but at the end of the day, it's not something like you go and go, holy smokes, there's a huge difference. Like, nah, mm-hmm. like it's not about that. It's really about, okay, why would you cripple your own system? But anyway, the PS4 did that. Um, they verbatim said, uh, uh, Jack Trenton, the uh, U.S. head of Sony, had said, we won't bar you from playing your used games. We won't impose a fee. Mm-hmm. We won't impose any restrictions. You're system does not have to be connected once every 24 hours. He literally went down each point that Microsoft said that will happen and said Sony won't do right, that. Right. In fact, I mean, the Sony, Sony, as I've been saying this all week, Sony has no chills right now. This was vintage Sony. I mean, back in the 90s when they were going hard, he, they just was mopping the floor, mm. completely mopping the floor of Microsoft. On Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere you can go, they were just touting all this information. In fact, they actually put out this really funny YouTube video of one of a couple of Sony executives um, doing a how-to video. And the, the video was titled, How to Share Used Games. And it's literally maybe 10 seconds long. But one guy hands the other guy his video game and says, here you go. And that's the end of the video. And that's then the place, you, that's yeah, brilliant. That's brilliant. That's and then brilliant. the PlayStation logo goes on and they yeah. do the sound effects and all that stuff. So I'm nice. just like, Sony's so cool. Sony's so cool. <laughs> that's so great. So... I, obviously, they did a. It was a big mind blow for everybody. The fact that they did that, the fact that they're basically coming out with a lot of good games. Even if you think about the same games that Microsoft has, you know, yeah. MS maybe have some exclusives, but they're coming with the same. Well, there's stuff. also some uh, PlayStation exclusives that they announced. That's pretty exciting, like the Kingdom Hearts Three, which Kingdom whatever. Hearts Three. I'm excited. Yeah, you that's know, any, cool. any Square yeah, Enix cool. stuff is is big deal. Mm-hmm. So th- they talked about um, the new Final Fantasy, they, uh, mm-hmm. which is actually not ready yet. It's actually still in development. In fact, they wouldn't really show or talk too much about it because they, they just, as they be say, like Final ready. Fantasy, like eight, 18, what, Was 19? 15? 15. Wow. 15. Um, I've never played a one. <laughs> <laughs> I've, never played, I've never played a Final Fantasy game. Never. Not either. a I've one. But maybe not. we'll all get PlayStations and play together. Right. No. <laughs> maybe not. I'll, I mean, I'll get a PlayStation, but yeah, I think I'm still stripping the Final Fantasy. <laughs> or one person can buy Final Fantasy and just share <laughs> it with the guy. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, we can. Because right? this is America. Can't do that with Halo. <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> oh, God. I will say that both, both companies did talk about their older systems. Like, for instance, the Sony Vita, a lot of new games are actually coming today. Um, they're going to start the uh, the Gaikai streaming technology in 2014 for the U.S., which means you'll be able to stream games through the PS3, the PS4, and the Vita. Um, back to Microsoft, they are actually releasing about two more new games for the Xbox 360. They're actually releasing another slimmed-down version um, for $299 um, with and without a Kinect. Um, and also, of course, they're doing bundles with everything. So for both systems, both are available for pre-order right now. 
uh, especially the PS4. That's for pre-order everywhere right now, like Best Buy, uh, Amazon, GameStop, GameStop mm-hmm. anywhere you can think of. And I'm sure with, with Xbox is there too, but at this point, I don't even care anymore. Are, are they backwards compatible? Like, will the PS4 be able to play PS3 games? When the Gaikai technology starts, when, when, when they launch that in 2014, right. that's the plan. And they claim that they want to extend it even further so you can even play something like PS2 games. I doubt that's going to happen. That was wishful thinking back in February when they right. first mentioned it. But who knows? Who knows? But they, they, they say that you'll be able to kind of do a cross-device cross type of thing. And they t- did they touch on a little bit um, uh, the Xbox, like, gold membership, apparently? Yep, yep. I saw you tweeted something about that. Yeah, so... That it's a ripoff? Well, that <laughs> certainly is. And, and thank you for that, Jamie, yeah. because that reminded me, um, Microsoft is also, for, for Xbox Live, they're moving away from um, MS Points. Mm-hmm. They're moving towards real-world currency, for one. And then wow. two, as you said, with the with the gold accounts, they're now allowing people to share that across the, share that with your household. So it's not just one person with an Xbox Live account and mm-hmm. say you have an account on the, on the system, but you don't have Xbox Live. You, nowadays, you're just stuck. They'll make it so that everyone can share with it in the household, which is, I guess, a nice bonus throw after you crippled your system. And they're, they're giving like two free downloads a month now or two something? Two free downloads a yeah. month. Yeah. Um, for Xbox uh, Gold members only, starting July, you get two free games a month. The, the first game is Assassin's Creed 2. Um, and the second game, I can't remember at this moment, but every month they're going to give you two new, obviously older games. Right, but right. It'll be good, you know, especially because, you know, Don told everybody go get a 360. So, mm. you so know. now you can get one, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So how much of this is Sony, you know, everyone you're saying Sony's wiping the floor. Is, yeah. It sounds to me it's just Microsoft screwing up and Sony not screwing up. And that's, like, my, that's my question to you. Do, right. you. do you think that they were just capitalizing on? Well, that's what, that is my, that's sort of what I'm thinking is just that Sony should get credit for not screwing up because they've been screwing up for yeah. like the last eight, ten years. But like, for example, two nights ago, the San Antonio Spurs beat the Miami Heat because the San Antonio Spurs played really good offense and the Miami Heat played really bad defense. But the San Antonio Spurs would have still won even if their offense hadn't been so good. And that's what it seems like. Sony's offense has not been that fantastic. It's just they haven't screwed up, whereas Microsoft has screwed up, it seems like, in every possible way. Mm. And, And it's actually a victory for Sony to have not screwed up. That's just sort of my take on... From reading Twitter and you know just sort of generally following it on the internet, um, not to not to diss Sony or anything, but just that praising them for winning this. It's more they won because the other guy screwed up. Like if I'm in a you know wrestling match with someone and they slip on a banana peel and then I just jump on top of them, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, did I win or did they lose? Yeah, you no, know what I mean? Yeah, no. Like, uh, Microsoft definitely lost this. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, they slipped they, on many banana. Yeah. They, they threw the banana, banana peel, peel down <laughs> and then slipped on it. I mean, yeah. I, I can't lie. Like when I was watching the PS4, I, I, I live tweeted both events. I was, right. was live tweeting all damn day, but. When I watched that, I was really hyped. I was like, oh, my God, this is the console wars of the 90s all over again. <laughs> right. I was so excited because that's my childhood. That was when it was X, not Xbox, excuse me, when it was PS, the PS, the PlayStation versus the Genesis and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Like, it was really hardcore. You had your allegiances. Sega Saturn. Sega Saturn. Like, it went I forgot about Sega I Saturn. I had a turbo I had, I had a Dreamcast. I had a Dreamcast. is dope. Yeah. Dreamcast, I will, no, I will Dreamcast will, 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 will be I, the best. I will top your Sega all. Saturn was not dope. I had a <laughs> I had a Turbo Graphics and I had the C- Turbo Graphics CD player. Wow! <laughs> yeah, I oh, went you all went in. I, me you did. And, uh, we went. I, yo, that was, it cost so much. You too. just pushed all your chips. Uh, all <laughs> my <laughs> chips. <laughs> and that, but yeah. you know, I did it no just doubt. for Street Fighter because it, it had the original Street Fighter on it. Yeah. Before Street Fighter Two is the only place you could get it, and that's 
all my chips for that, but it was worth it because I played that damn Street Fighter boy. Like I just want to say, man, I had never Street Fighter Two was the first Street. I didn't even know there was a Street oh, Fighter. Oh yeah, 1. there's an original Street Fighter. I where, mean, I yeah. knew there was just numerically. I was like, all right, logic would dictate there was a one, but I just <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a smart move. Actually, yeah. you should release a video game and just call and it and just two. call it two. Just make yeah. everyone freak yeah. out. Like, and just oh, have no. people yeah. searching for the just release yeah. a dope video <laughs> game That's that will stand the test yeah, of exactly. time and just fuck with cats good. and just yeah. have them searching for the first one forever and just say, oh, it's out of print. One more thing I wanted to add that was very important. The only thing that Microsoft has over Sony at this point and what the Xbox has over the PS4 at this point is their network right now. The PSN network, the PlayStation network, is not dope at all compared to Xbox Live. Oh, yeah, and I love Xbox Live. It works. It, it, yeah. Right. PSN's not really that good. The matchmaking service not really that good. Damn. It's just the, the, the connectivity, not really that good. You remember all the hackings that happened the past couple yeah. of years. Oh, yeah, that was bad. And I think maybe now Sony is seeing the light. In fact, they're turning PSN, which used to be free, they're going to turn it into a subscription-based service. So it was about five bucks a month. Still cheaper than Xbox. Right, still cheaper than Xbox. About five bucks a month. And I hope, I hope that they use this now income stream to to really up Mm -hmm. the ante on the architecture when it comes to their network and really bring a, a pure, really good working experience. Because if they can do that, then they've definitely won the market. Right, right. That's their only. That's their only like flaw at this point. But I, I have to say that after you know uh, the the whole announcement for the PS4, I myself included tons of tweets about people who are like, I'm going to X, uh, I'm going to PlayStation. Oh yeah. I mean, going yeah. from Xbox to Mass PlayStation. Exodus. Yeah. Definitely, so I, am. I think that that alone, you know, you're, you might start seeing them invest more into it, just because you know a ton of people are coming over. So you're going to have to, like, build up that infrastructure somehow. So I think one other thing that might be causing an exodus, this was the first major thing I really heard from E3 was, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Feminist Frequency. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Anita, who runs it, who I forget her last name. If you're listening to this, Anita, forgive me. But she put out a tweet after the Xbox One presentation, their press conference, where she said, thanks, um, Xbox One, E3, press conference for revealing to us exactly zero games featuring a female protagonist for the next generation. Yeah. Mm. And some of the tweets, some of the stuff she got in response was just, I mean, I want to say it's, internet? Yeah, it's just typical internet. You yeah. could use strong words like horrifying, but it's just, it's the internet. Yeah. But there was just so much of it. And I think it goes back to what we were talking about before. This is why you need to call things out yeah. like this. Definitely. Um, so yeah, that's just yet another reason I imagine some people are going to just jump ship. Yeah. So Xbox had no female protagonists. Uh, yeah, apparently. Mm. PlayStation well. did. They, oh, yeah, the they, Beyond Two Souls game. They, they, um, that is a female protagonist, as far as I can see. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, looks like you know. I like, know Avalines in the uh, in, in that's Aveline is the protagonist of one of the uh, the Assassin's Creed one for the. Uh, oh, the Vita. I, yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw yeah. she did her own yeah, thing for the Vita. Yeah, she's getting her own game yeah. now. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more fan bros. Hey, this is Jamie Rigetti. Thanks for listening to Fan Bros. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment on iTunes. And welcome back, Internets. Hope that break wasn't too long. We're right back here with my favorite segment of the show, Comics I Copped. And this week, I'd like to talk about a few things. There was no Age of Ultron on the last issue. Oh, Joe, I don't know. Yeah. Um... (laughs) I always have, I always have to collect myself before I talk about Age of Ultron. But yeah, um, it's always a problem. Yeah, we've been we've been I've been reading through the whole thing and reviewing it on the show. All nine issues so far. The tenth issue didn't drop this week. Are you reading Age of Ultron? I can say I am not reading Age of. Bless Ultron. your soul, Joe. Bless it's your soul. Not. You're, you're sleeping much better than DJ Ben. Why, why aren't you reading it, sir? 
I, it's just not my thing. I really just wasn't interested. Oh, man. You know, it's one of those things, like, I started because I felt like, you know, the fans of the show would want to hear about Age of Ultron. And then I just, you know, it's like, it's, it's like um, on Comics Alliance, the Batman Odyssey articles. That, that's what it's... <laughs> right. I, haven't, I haven't read Age of Ultron. It makes more sense than Batman Odyssey. Ooh, it's Ooh. a tough one. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you. It Damn. might not be as racist and insulting as Batman Odyssey. But no, it is as insulting. It just might not be as racist. But <laughs> I oh. can't speak to this at all. Now I'm going to read it. Man, so, yo, I, when I talk about you, just sold me on it unintentionally, <laughs> yeah, frankly. Yeah, I, mean, I love that somebody says it's a comics rate. I'm like, really? And all of a sudden I want to read it. There's something <laughs> wrong with me. Um, the thing is, like, Brian Michael Bendis tweeted at me, and like, after, because I said something about it after issue eight or seven, I was like, yo, there's no way he can wrap this up in the last three issues. And he hit me back, like, oh, you know, I'm going to wait till you read issue eight. You know, because it should be even more crazy. He just dropped, like, challenge. Yeah, and, 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 you know, and then I read issue like 8 that. and 9, and I've been wanting to go on a rant on Twitter against Brian Michael Bendis. Like, I've been wanting to – I would just take the fan bro's account, Chico, and right, just yeah, no, go no, off no, on did him. Did he tweet you back? Remember? Not since. Not um, since the first time. He but probably I, heard us. Yeah, I wanted to go <laughs> off on him. But, um, yeah, so there was no Age of Ultron this week. What I did pick up was the latest issue of Walking Dead. I'm not sure what number it was. It's in the hundreds. It's there, right? Yeah, they're definitely. Well, I mean, you're well keeping over. up with it. It wasn't like you picked up a num- an issue out. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, okay. no, no, no. I've been reading Walking Dead since number one, man. I was right. I was an original fan when it first came in the store. I thought the title was dope and the cover art was dope, so I picked up the first issue and had the first issue, and I've been reading it, you know, ever since. And um, the Walking Dead latest issue, it's it's oh, it's over one hundred eight, yeah, because one hundred eight was earlier. It's like one twelve or one no one. Yeah, this is one ten now, yeah. I think. Yeah, one ten. Is the latest issue. And Walking Dead, uh, for those who watch the show and know the governor from this season, they recently introduced a new villain on the comic book called, his name is Negan, or Negan, is it Negan? I don't know how you pronounce it really. I always say Negan because I just like that. <laughs> Negan. Negan. <laughs> and at first everyone thought Negan was just like, you know, the governor redone or whatever, but Negan has become his own character. And in this issue, it's, I mean, I can't really say in this issue because Negan has just been, since he arrived, has just been grimier than any other villain. You know, even the governor really can't. Wow. I, well, the governor did some gross, grimy stuff. Mm-hmm. Negan is just violent for violence's sake. Like, uh, spoiler alert, folks, for those who are reading the comic or and haven't caught up, this is issue 100, so that's like 10 issues ago, so sorry. Glenn is dead. Um, yeah, your favorite Asian took a bat to the face from Negan in issue 100. And it was like, it was one of those points, just like when, um, Rick's Andrew, wife, uh, yeah, when Lori yeah, when Lori was killed in the, the that, okay, that's not a spoiler. Sorry. She's dead on the show too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when she was killed in the book, it was like one of those points where I never wanted to read the book again. Like it was just so gross and so ridiculous and just so saddening that it was like, yo, I don't want to read this. And the same thing. The way Glenn was killed, it was like, yo, this book is just trifling. Like, it, you know, it's like how it was like a red wedding moment. Like, right. you know, you're just like, oh, man, fuck it all. You know, <laughs> like they killed Glenn, you know, and bashed his head in with a bat. But in this issue, Negan, um, another person comes to Negan because Negan has basically run over Rick's crew and is like lording over them. And Rick's crew is holed up at this like little safe haven. And Negan is like Negan's people keep coming over to the safe haven and being like, give us your goods and whatnot. So Rick is, like, planning to, you know, battle back against Negan, and he's out getting people to help him while Negan comes to the place and is like, give me your goods again. So, but Rick's gone. So one of the people come over to Negan and is like, yo, man, this dude Rick, you know, I don't know if he's good as our leader. He might be trying to fuck with you. Why don't you kill him and put me in charge? 
And Negan was like, oh, man, yeah, you know, I feel you. That sounds like a good idea. Come over here and talk to me for a second. And he's like, you know, like, Rick hates me. And I, um, and look at him now. He's out there getting stuff for me and everything. That takes guts. You know, he got over his hatred, and he came, and, you know, he's working for me. While you waited till Rick left, then crawled over to me and was like, you know, kill him for me. And you know what that means? That takes no guts. You don't have any guts. Mm. slices his stomach open mm. dude's guts fall out on the ground obviously Negan starts laughing and is like oh look at that my mistake you do have guts you know cold blooded pun cold blooded I don't think you like how obvious that was. I mean it, it's, it's, translation it's I don't like that yeah, I mean you know like, I mean it's, it's, it's Robert Kirkman don't don't look to him for the best dialogue you know but it was definitely one of the it was a shocking I, mean, I don't know if you can call it shocking because everything in this book is pretty mm. you know shocking at this point but it definitely established that Negan is no, see I'm losing him again because he did not that it established he'd already bashed the dude's head in anyway the Walking Dead still a great read if you haven't picked it up you know if you like horror if you like characters I still love it it's still one of my favorite books because you never know what's going to happen like I say I never expected Glenn to get his head bashed in and that was it mm. you know there's no return of Glenn but yeah, Walking Dead. Which uh, a little tie into that, they just released a little uh, teaser on season four of the television uh, show. Ah, yeah, I didn't get to check that That's yet. It's like part two. Is, no, it's actually season three point two or something like. No, this is season four. Oh, it is yeah. season four. Yeah, this yeah, is season three. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, but it's not coming out till like October. Oh yeah, yeah. It's on in October, but they just gave you a little like yeah. kind of heads up. So they um, there's a new showrunner, which yeah. I, we had spoken a while back about that one episode. Where he wrote Rick the best episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, you know, Clean. definitely the best episode of, Clear. of the, yeah. Yeah, you know, yep. the entire thing. So anyway, the guy who wrote that is, um, is now the showrunner. Um, he's a really great writer. So, you know, we can, I guess, expect yeah, just a show. better, uh, you know, season three was a little, it was good it was and bad. And yeah. So, um, the show was good and bad. So that's yeah. not, you know, that's so, pretty um, much they just kind of, we're talking about how they're filming the first episode. Daryl actually, or the Norman Reedus who plays Daryl. Uh, just kind of said, you know, we're shooting right now. Everything feels like a mini movie. Um, and they apparently made the zombies scarier, which I'm not quite sure how. Because I, I think they're pretty, like, creepy and, and pretty good looking. So anyway, they're apparently going to be scarier. So um, I don't know. I'm excited for season four. So that came out. Um, I tweeted about it. it it's, it's definitely out there. You can see the little teaser. Nice. Um, what comics did you pick up this week? Uh, I actually checked out uh, Batman Year Zero, which was Batman 21, whatever. Written um, by Scott, Scott Snyder. Snyder. Um, it's interesting. I, Joe, you read it, right? I read it. I yeah. did. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, they're using Red Hood um, and this idea that, you know, they, they kind of always do somebody's run in the town. Um, and so Red Hood is kind of running things. Um, there's this really weird um, early part where you see this little kid and Gotham is kind of like this wasteland. Yeah. Um, and so they, they and Batman looks really cool because he's like totally different. I love the way Batman looks. Yeah. He he's on like that. a motorbike. He's got short um, sleeves. Yeah. Short sleeves. Like a really weird. I forget. I think I might be making this up, but I think he has purple gloves too, which is a callback <laughs> to his original what? look. That's true. That's and also true. to the yeah. um, in Zur, I can never pronounce it. Zur and R. Yeah. Zur and R, right? Yeah. yeah. But initially it's really a callback to. The, um, the original the Bob Kane design, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's an interesting kind of um, like outlaw almost look, maybe. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, but then it flashes to six years earlier, 
and Bruce is living in Crime Alley. Um, he's legally dead. Bruce Wayne is legally dead. So it's, it's kind of like the Chris Nolan movie a little bit. They yeah. pull on stuff that's in Batman Begins. Um, and, uh, and, you know, Alfred's helping him. And then his, I don't know if this is, uh, I, I should know this, but uh, Kane Chemicals, that was his mom's brother. Um, yeah, that was his. That was his. That was Martha's brother. Yeah. Right, and so they they use that in this, and you know that the Riddler is in it, and yeah. it's a pretty interesting. You know, I I like when they do the Riddler as this like very crazy nerdy kind of person. Um, I think Riddler stories are of all of Batman's villains. Batman has the best rogues gallery in comics. Mm. Maybe Spider Man has a better mm. one, but I would argue for Batman. The Riddler's but my Batman's favorite. Better than Spider Man. Um. That's a whole other... Right, no, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, great, that's a great conversation. We'll definitely have to we'll, say we'll that. fighting words. Yeah, we can, we can definitely get into that. Um, I also wanted to talk about the Mighty Avengers that's coming out soon. Joe, you had an article written about it? Yeah, um, I think it's interesting because it's something that people are going to be really excited about. And on the one hand, you know, I'm glad it's happening. Well, essentially, we should explain Mighty Avengers. Mighty Avengers is a new team... It's a new Avengers book coming from Marvel, written by Al, Al Ewing, who's a great writer. Okay. Um, he's done a lot of stuff for 2000 AD. Mm. Um, he's a really talented writer and drawn by Greg Land, and we'll get to Greg Land. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, you, you say Al Ewing, is he an African-American writer? Or, no, uh, he's no? not. He's a, he's a British ro- writer. I believe he's white. White dude, okay. Um, and drawn by Greg Land. And the team is made up almost exclusively of characters who are either people of color women or both nice. um the only white man on the team is spider-man mm. i believe um yeah it's spider-man um uh, luke, cage, luke cage falcon the new power man yeah the new power man uh white tiger, white tiger. oh man i always love white tiger yeah <laughs> um she hulk is on the team okay um so it's it's a good mix it's yeah it's exciting, and again, Al Ewing is a very capable writer. And then but, you have Greg Land. And then you have Greg Land. Well, I'll say <laughs> one thing. You know, I felt like when this was announced, before we get into Greg Land, I felt like when this was announced, it was the kind of thing where people were going to be really excited and say, yeah, finally. But I don't think we should be overly excited because this should just be normal. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. It's not all about giving people credit for doing what should be normal. Tom Brevoort, who's the editor of the book for a long time had this feeling that, and he was very open about it. He thought that the idea of having an Avengers team that was mostly made up of black people was a contrived notion. Mm. I I had to kind of agree with him though. Like I want to see how the mighty Avengers plays out. Definitely. But I think the idea of like the, you know, the black Avengers or whatever seems kind of like, don't that seem a little too like obvious? Like it, it doesn't feel like it's like trying too hard to you. Yeah, I that's get how that I feel. feeling. Like it's yeah. like okay, we're gonna do this for you guys, Black History Month. Like right, right. It's it's too to me. It's too like gimmicky. Well, I mean, a few things. They're not all you know. Maybe it would have been too gimmicky if every character was black. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> she Hulk is not, green. Not, <laughs> not like she Hulk is white. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I know. <laughs> Jennifer. I just, yeah, Jennifer no, no, Walker. I know. I know, yeah, I know no, you I know. know, but I can't tell you how often people yeah. will say, "Oh, well, we." What are you talking about? Everyone's white. The Hulk's green. Like people right. say that, the, and they're, they're not joking. No, wow. I, I was definitely joking. Yeah, I know. I know, but. You know, yeah, no, 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 I, absolutely. I mean, well, because Bruce Banner and Jennifer, I can't remember her, her cousin, name. Jennifer yeah. Walters, yeah. Are, are definitely white, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I meant, like, if they were literally all black characters. Yeah. Um, that's a hard thing to... 
that'd be a hard thing to pull off because there aren't that many for years there just weren't that many characters developed who you could say all right well all of these black characters should just have their own avengers team it's it's a weird thing to pull off i think they're doing it the right way Mm. you know you've got a few it's it's a nice mix and Mm. it's they're pretty interesting characters. I want to see how certain characters play off each other, like Luke Cage and Falcon playing off each other. Falcon, who kind of has a reputation of being that black man who kind of just follows orders, you know. Yeah. Um, and a true soldier. A true soldier. And Luke Cage being the guy who will kind of argue mm. and buck the establishment for want mm-hmm. of a better cliche. Um, so I really want to see how they play off each other. It kind of reminds me of, and I wrote about this in the article, it kind of... Um, hopefully it'll be like the dynamic between Icon and his sidekick Rocket mm. because I loved that and Man. I wanted it to be that kind of thing. Milestone, yeah. yeah. That was definitely uh, one of my favorite. I mean, every the whole universe was one of my favorites. And I was really happy to see Icon show up in the um, Young Justice yeah. cartoon yeah. with Rocket. That was really with great. Rocket. That was cool. Yeah, um, definitely. But it was cool to see Revoort as an editor just suddenly not be as opposed to this kind of idea as he previously was, um, you know, it's growth. It's, it's progress. I think that, that something should be said about Marvel in general right now, because they've also have an all female X-Men team right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I tend to read more DC, but you don't see that diversity with DC. I'm, I'm very disappointed with DC right now. I mean, the new 52 sucks. Well, There's that. Well, <laughs> well but, here's the thing though. Say sucks. Does it? The new 52. Uh, He's like, that's harsh. I, <laughs> you I, I, I mean, I, I, Batman. I, I like aside, Batman. Yeah. Like um, Flashpoint. Was that good? I didn't read it. Okay, don't worry. Uh, you didn't God. need to. Yeah, Listen, um, Jamie, don't take no mess. The new cat, <laughs> the Catwoman. Val H for Hero like, is good. Well, I, look, uh, yeah, but I think overall, overall. the new Fifty Two, it, it was unnecessary, and it's it's just yeah, not. It, it's a failure. Is, is it an urban legend, or did they actually really consider calling John Stewart Black Lantern when he became? Wow, come on, man, that's is the it, dumbest. No, I'm saying, is that like did that happen or not? Like, I actually, you know, I'm just I'm when, you mean when the as, character was first created? Right, exactly. I've heard like, that. Yeah, I actually I have, don't are you know. Serious? I've, I mean, I've never saying. asked. Denny like, O'Neill. Yeah, no, but, I you know. know. That's what I mean. <laughs> I don't think like any that. black person wants the Green Lantern to be but called the Black Lantern. But here's the thing: why would anybody else want it? Black writer in comics but, at that. That was ten years before but, a black man wrote a mainstream comic. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. You have that's cringeworthy. That's what I, I agree. I mean, this is we're going back to sixty-seven, yeah. but there's sixty-six. There are so many black characters who have the word black, oh, black in their name. You know what? Like, I was reading. I can't remember what it was called. Justice, a comic. Oh, great. I love uh, Justice. Uh, yeah. From uh, a couple years back, yeah. DC Alice miniseries. Ross. Yeah. Yep. And um, that was the first time, you, at one point, you see Black Manta on mask. I had never seen him on mask before, yeah. and he's yep. black. Yep. And I felt like an idiot. I was like, of yeah. course he's black. How yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did I not know that? But you know what? That goes back to what Jamie was saying earlier, that it's, it's a time of, the, it's, a, it's a sign of the times of the right. writing. Because you had mentioned, just right. you just mm-hmm. said, Chico, it was in the 60s. So you now you have the black power movement. You have all that stuff going on. So right. now, in that context, I understand it. Yeah. 2013, I'm like, hell no. No. Yeah, but, it's funny. But, you bring up the idea that there is no, uh, oh, that was 10 years before any 
black writer yeah. had worked on the mainstream comic. It's 2013, and Marvel and DC, neither company has a single black writer working on a comic right mm. now. Well, you know, I mean, Chris, Chris, yeah. Jim Owsley's Christopher Priest, yeah. like, he basically left comics because he was only getting offered All black, for black Yeah, characters. I think the last one he got was um, Firestorm, and he just said, right. you know what, forget it. Right, yeah, no. It's, uh, it's, uh, I'll just, I'll you just know, leave. And I would say, I think he was the first black writer in comics, like, in doing Spider-Man in the 70s, late 70s, early 80s. I actually don't sure. know if he was first i think he was though i think yeah. he was the first one doing anything writer yeah doing anything yeah first. there were a couple of black artists before right jim owsley christopher priest but i think he was the first one for marvel yeah and, and he's so, great by the way yeah absolutely yeah. yeah um and i don't even know who uh, at dc would be have been the first uh you know because then i actually knew him because he actually came and was working yeah at, at, you know at dc for a while going back to what you were saying about the um the black names like the black lantern and black whatnot Mamba. Yeah, there was a great um, <laughs> there was a great bit on Harvey Birdman on one episode where they yeah, were yeah, the yeah. trial the of the Black Vulcan sh- of the shrinking yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, shrinking yeah. Indian and um, <laughs> the shrinking Black- Indian that should be his name yeah well, Apache chief Apache chief yeah <laughs> the shrinking <laughs> Indian and, uh, <laughs> and the black ass orcs <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway uh, Black Vulcan was on was on uh, the stand and he's being interviewed and he's like. Hey, I never wanted to be called Black Vulcan. You know, I wanted to be called Lightning Man or something else. But, you know, uh, Aquaman was like, you know, you got, you're black and you've got lightning powers. Why not Black Aquaman. Vulcan? And I was like, well, why don't we just call you Whitefish? Whitefish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a great joke. Oh, man. That, that whole episode is yeah, great. That that is like, is yeah, that joke is like, that was, I was like, okay, Harvey Birdman deserves an Emmy His right away. His voice is great, too. Yeah. Like, Buck Vulcan's just so good on that show. Yeah, it really is. That, yeah, is so that and Booty Noir are the two best episodes of that show. But oh, I don't know off, Booty Noir. Watch Booty Noir. Okay, we'll get, we'll get off on the tangent. Up. But, yeah, uh, definitely. Really good. Well, so just to bring it back to Mighty Mighty Avengers, Avengers, I think that it feels contrived sometimes. Um, and, and maybe, you know, having an all-female X-Men feels a little contrived, too. But I think that these aren't the norm, but but this might be the start of it becoming the norm. I would say that having an all-female X-Men team definitely is a contrived because there are so many great Female. women. Yeah, I actually don't think it's yeah. contrived. But yeah, I'm yeah, just but saying, yeah, like, no, I know, it, yeah, for that argument. Yeah, for that I mean, argument, yeah. And the first issue was really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, really it's, it. and it sold really well. Yeah. And and I think it's it's saying something where you not only have all females, but they didn't have their tits hanging out on yeah. the cover. No. I mean, mm. Chris Claremont was passing the Bechdel test before the Bechdel test even existed. In the, um, you in, just lost me. I, mean, I, I, I actually yeah. only just I, found out what the Bechdel test was yesterday. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, the Bechdel test was invented by um, it, Alison Bechdel, um, great female cartoonist. And I forget exactly what the rules are, but... Essentially, do you have more than one woman in your comic or your mo- or your movie or whatever? Or do they actually talk to each other? And do they talk to each other about something other than a man? Oh, okay. mm. wow! Yeah, yeah. and and most and like some more than fifty percent of don't movies yeah, don't even yeah, don't, don't pass it. Yeah, don't Damn. pass it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. And it came up a lot with Iron Man three. That's, I didn't yeah. think Iron Man three was a good film, but it passed I the Bechdel. I, I hated it too, but it passed the Bechdel test. I didn't particularly hate it, but I did not think it was that good of. A not film. that we got time. I know the whole the whole Fanbros team went. Now that we have time to think about it, I hated it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I actually uh, didn't I, realize that I fell asleep for as long as I did. <laughs> okay, you okay, told okay, me, and I was like, Chico no, Leo. it was only for like a second. And I'm like, I was Leo, asleep for like I was twenty in, minutes. I was in the middle. Chico Leo to my right. Yeah, Combat Jack to my left. Me and Combat 
Georgia, I'd be doing it. I would look over. I was like, hey, Chico, you want some candy? Oh, he's sleeping. Yeah, so I, I didn't even realize how much I slept. Because people started talking about stuff, and I was just like, yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, you were, and you weren't, like, consistently sleeping. Like, you were going no. in and out. Yeah, exactly. So. Iron Man 3 lost me the second he's dealing with, he's having an attack. He's dealing with his PTSD. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's cured when a 10-year-old just calls them and tells them to build something. Yeah. I was like, that's just wildly insulting. Yeah. <laughs> on, top of being, right. on top of being lazy riding, yeah. it's just wild. If I was someone who was suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, right. what, was I going to walk out of that movie and just ask a strange 10-year-old to call me? Right. To build inspire something. me? Just build something. <laughs> and he just goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah suddenly, I'm, I'm cool. I'm good. Everything's good. So you guys recommend Mighty Avengers? Well, um, it, it hasn't dropped yet. It'll drop it, uh, September. September. Yeah, you recommend that people go get it? Yeah, definitely. I want to look into it, check and, it out. Maybe this is us telling DC to get on that. Get on their game. Get on your game and, you know. You know, people, I had a lot of people say, well, you know, I can't believe they're doing this with X-Men. What's DC doing? To DC's credit, they've had Birds of Prey for a long time. Oh, year. absolutely. Yeah. Sure. And that's, it, it was just weird to see so many people say, oh, my God, like, they're doing this all female X Men team, but Birds of Prey was out. Birds for of Prey was a while, out for a long know, time. A while, yeah. and frankly, I think Marvel should have done an all female X Men team yeah. a long time ago. I'm glad it's finally happening. Yeah, yeah. but I, but I would love to see this become like a very regular thing. Yeah. like for both, you know, yeah. across the yeah. board. Another great thing about the cast of this new X Men book is that it's not just an all female team. It's a pretty diverse female team. Mm. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, you've got Jubilee, you've got Psylocke, and you've got Storm. Well, Psylocke is also one of those characters. Psylocke is problematic. That's, yeah, it's again, that's another one. <laughs> it's a whole other podcast. That's where, yeah, that's where Chris Claremont <laughs> yeah. definitely, you know, is yeah. like, oh, you love women? Do you? you do, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> Does Chris Claremont love women or hate them? Is the, it's, it's a whole other podcast. It, I mean, it's not even just that. It's his. It's the issues with how she suddenly became Japanese. Oh, man. It's, um, mm. And I read it as a kid, and I was like, oh, she's so hot. You know, but now it's like, oh, there's so many... There's just so many things wrong with this. Yeah, that's well, how she, that's how a lot of people see Psylocke too. If you go to Psylocke's Wikipedia page, you know you get a few lines down, and Psylocke was voted sexiest woman yeah, on this yeah, side. Yeah, Psylocke yeah. was voted hottest woman on yeah. this side because that's the way she was portrayed forever. And I think after Claremont left, Psylocke was just this woman who uh, was constantly the, trying to steal Cyclops from Jean and mm. used the focused totality of her psychic blade. You know, which mm-hmm. cannot be repeated enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, I think that's enough for oh, comics. Well, you know what? Just to, just One to, more sorry, thing. Just yeah. to, <laughs> all right. Sorry, throwing it in. Um, just to get on. No, just to get on yeah. the women in comics thing. Yep. Uh, Batgirl twenty one dropped this week. Oh, Gail Simone right. wrote it. Um, it's you know it was interesting and it, it actually was just getting a lot of you know feedback what on was the internet. All the attention? Um, so Barbara Gordon's brother, um, she f- kind of paired off with him in the last issue, and um, it's a little ambiguous, but she might have killed him. Um, oh wait, but, but wait, the, but so, wait, hold on. Whoa, right. It's like so, some Game of Thrones shit, right? Batgirl so, <laughs> might have killed. So her Barbara brother? Gordon is Batgirl. Again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she might have killed her brother, and um, but apparently he had like psychological issues. He's not like the cheery normal brother. So that, he deserves to die. Yeah, maybe. James has so, James has some problems. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, he, he has, he has right. Some so so and their whole family is messed up. So whatever. So anyway, she's dealing with that kind of PTSD thing, and then um, the ventriloquist is in town, mm-hmm. and it's just a really creepy. Um, it's this woman and like. She has, like, zombie parents, and it was just, it's a little creepy. So it got a lot of, like, you know, a lot of feedback on the internet because it kind of creeped people out and was, I I thought it was an okay read. So, but, you know. is creepy. Yeah, and it was was just weird. Um, But Gail Simone wrote it, and it's Batgirl, so, you know, I had to throw the the women in comics thing out there. It was was a cool read. 
All right. Isn't there a new ventriloquist? Did you yeah, say that? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a, it's, yeah. A, it's actually a female. Right, that's um, what I yeah, thought. So, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I think Paul Dini established that, but I could be completely making that up, so... What, the new one or, no, the, or new, just the, the the new ventriloquist, right, 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 the female right. venture? I think that was Paul Dini when he was writing Detective Comics. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, let's take another quick break and we'll be right back with more fan bros. Hey, everyone, this is Kid Fury, host of The Read on Loudspeakers. And I just want to let you all know that when I'm not worshiping Beyonce and drinking Hennessy, I'm listening to fan bros because it's amazing. So get you a piece and enjoy your life. <laughs> And welcome back, fan bros. Hope that break wasn't too long. And you know what time it is. Time for my second favorite segment of the week. <laughs> Chico's Netflix pick. Always guaranteed to start up some discussion. What you got for us this so week, th- Chico? This, this week, I got... Uh, this one's actually probably... I'm heading a little more in the mainstream. But in the Star Trek universe, there was a Star Trek animated show that lasted one season that was in the early 70s. With the original cast. With the original cast, with the exception of Chekhov, who was not in the first uh, first season of the original Star Trek show. And I don't know if it was out of print or, uh, you know, it it wasn't like it it didn't appear on TV. It wasn't on video for like 20, 30 years. And it's on Netflix now. And (laughs) I've never seen this. Yeah, it's actually it's got the the, all of the original, you know, the original actors doing the voices with the exception of Chekhov. And they include like there's a Tribbles episode. You know, there's definitely a lot of references to the show. Also, as the first appearance of the holodeck, which you later see on Star Trek: wow. The Next Generation. Yeah, they call it like the Rec Room or something like that. <laughs> but one of the, the things that's cool room. because it's animated, <laughs> it, it actually they really go crazy with the aliens. Like you definitely do. It's more like the Star Wars cantina scene, the Mos Eisley mm-hmm. scene. Like they'll roll in somewhere, and there's definitely like fifty different kinds of aliens with tentacles and bug eyes and weird you know instead of just green right exactly and so while i don't know if there's any episodes of it that are as good as whatever the you know the city at the edge of forever or whatever the the best episode of the of the original series is i just saw uh they got a shirt for that right now a t-shirt i just saw a t-shirt for yeah. the city at the edge of forever now that you said that's the best episode i'm about to go back and buy it yeah no that that could <laughs> that's be that's uh, harlan ellison it's, yeah uh, uh yeah yeah exactly yeah. Yep, it's a great episode. yep yep oh, okay yeah. And um, I so I just uh, if you're at all a Star Trek fan, definitely check out like I would say most episodes of the animated show are better than a lot of the third season episodes where mm. they just kind of weren't giving a shit anymore because they knew they were canceled. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't have a budget. The they third were season showing up not drunk and, you know, just, I don't know. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> yeah. there. But, you know, Kirk for, was eating the scenery at that point. <laughs> for, the the <laughs> for the Star Trek fans out Bad there, thoughts. I think you'll be very pleasantly surprised by the Star Trek animated show. 22 episodes, one season. It's all on Netflix, and it just wasn't available for a really long time for some reason, and I'm not sure why. How's but, the um, animation in it? I mean, it's an early 70s animated you know, show. I mean, Are I we think talking like Hanna-Barbera? It's, you know, I mean... Super Friends? It's better than the Planet of the Apes animated show from about that time. That Ooh, all, I never that was, talking uh, about like Johnny Quest style? Yeah, I mean, it's it's from that period. Okay. So it's I don't watchable. Wanna, it yeah, is. it's it definitely will. watchable. Yeah. And you definitely have cool aliens. And, you know, Spock is Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner. You know, it's a whole other season of Star Trek. Like, nice. that should be a big deal for, yeah. Yeah. you know, anyone. You know, James Doohan is dead, you know? I mean, he was Scotty. 
Okay. I knew who he was. DeForest. I knew who he was. DeForest. Yeah, DeForest Kelly is no longer with us. Yes, you know, like, and here is a whole other season. You know, they got. I didn't realize they were all passed. Just two, just two people from the original cast. And James Doohan actually had his remains, his ashes were sent into space. Yes, exactly. Which I think also Gene Roddenberry. I think. Yeah, Gene Roddenberry was sent into space. Yeah, that's so player. So yeah, exactly. So you know, I don't know if DeForest Kelly did, but you know. I think um, maybe there's a star named after right. the oh, Kelly sure. or something along I'm those sure. lines. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, go to Netflix. Check out the Star Trek animated series if you're a Trekkie. And even if you're not a Trekkie, check out the Star Trek animated series. You won't be disappointed. And Chico, I, hope. I checked out your Netflix pick from last week. Uh, Quest oh. for Fire. Quest for Fire. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it <laughs> scientifically does it hold up. No, it's from 1981. <laughs> no, remember she said that uh, on the anthropology side that you could right. kind of look at it. There are aspects, the culture, um, you know, the tools and stuff. That it's good and bad science. And and mm-hmm. yes, like Chico was saying, I mean, you have to remember it was made in 1981. Um, it's set in the total wrong time period. They have Homo Homo erectus is running around right. with Neanderthals. Like, no, yeah, that does not species. happen at all. No, yeah. no, no, no. Um, but, but no, but it, um, really interesting story though. Yeah. And I was, I was definitely glad I watched it. So, you know, you're, yeah, you're I hope, I hope people these. out there watched it. I mean, it's definitely, and if you haven't, you should, yeah, you should. I mean, it's got Ron should. Perlman as an ape. It Yo, does. Let me tell you, <laughs> that's the draw. You guys, <laughs> he did not need much makeup. I, no. I said that from the beginning. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he didn't. Oh, so. um, well, yeah, we can go into the lightweight. Uh, but I also would argue it's the great caveman movie. Like there is, ne- there aren't that many prehistoric man movies, and that it was, one, it was very that interesting. One, like, like for example, like you have to go back to like the night. You know, there is no great pirate movie unless you consider Captain Blood from like 1936 or something what, like what about that. Some Jack Sparrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. fuck Jack Sparrow. Hey, first one was good enough, but it's not like right, epically. I just want to put what about out that. Hook? Hook? I was gonna say Hook. <laughs> the same category man Cars of the Caribbean those are movies based on a ride for right. children fair enough, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. I'm not judging either I'm just putting no. that out there I mean I, I feel like the great why pirate you gotta, movie why you gotta kill our dream <laughs> I didn't I didn't I was just I thought the audience might but I, I honestly think no matter how many didn't. prehistoric man <laughs> movies they make, none will be as good as Quest for Fire. I, I any, really any, liked it. Any pirate movie has the potential to be better than Pirates of the <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your man Swish, a.k.a. John Constantine. One half of Mr. and Mrs. of Mississippi Zone. Listen, I'm a fan, bro, because I rap Hawkeye, Batman, and I be on my Walking Dead shit. So if y'all mess with the real like I mess with the real, then y'all mess it with fan bros. Subscribe on iTunes like I do. One. Thank you once again for everybody for tuning in to another episode of Fan Bros. This has been your boy DJ Ben Amin. We had in the studio with us, of course, my compadre Chico Leo, Jamie Rigetti, Tatiana King, Matt Raz, and our special guest Joe Hughes. Uh, please rate, listen, subscribe to us on iTunes, leave a comment there, and all that good stuff. You can hit us on Twitter at Fan Bros Show. Check out fanbros.com, which is coming very soon. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Fan Bros.